0: Hi, it's Carrie Life Art and you listen to the podcast Body is a Temple in this episode. Create healthy habits, not restrictions. That means make the healthier your lifestyle and your lifetime job and don't make yourself suffering or sacrificing. Just find a way that suits you. It's tasty and it's delicious and it's fun. It's nice and you can share with your friends, with your family and makes you feel good uh, instead of... Um, suffering and sacrificing stuff. Hi guys, it's Carrie Lightheart and you are listening to Body as a Temple. And today's topic is uh, five lessons to longevity. I'm doing this podcast because I'm preparing myself for a presentation at work with the same uh, title. So I also uh, prepared some like slides for this, which I will add, of course, to the show note of this podcast. Uh, Why I'm doing this um, podcast and this uh, speech? For some reasons, when people um meeting me, when I'm showing up somewhere, before I even start talking, they know already that she is training and she's eating healthy. Maybe she's even spending night and day at the gym. Yes, I do train every day and I'm trying to eat healthy. And this is my mission to inspire, motivate people to do this. Uh, I work also as an online coach, as a personal trainer, as a pole dance instructor, yoga teacher. And I am a host of this uh, podcast and I'm super proud about my last episodes also, so I really encourage you to listen uh, to this more and I hope I will um, talk about this also further in this uh, episode. I wasn't always like that. I have my own history of discovering my health um, my body. You can uh, follow the, the slides about this. I have some slides when uh, when you can see me with a cigarettes, drinking and smoking, partying. For the majority of my teenage life and uh, study, I was most of, uh, more or less like that. So I was like chasing happiness through different things. I wouldn't say like a bad thing. That so was a journey to discover my spirituality and uh, my inner peace and i am a totally different person and this uh, is another side about that uh, this is like 10, 15 years difference between these uh, images. I'm more calm, definitely. I'm definitely uh, healthier. I definitely uh, feel better. I also think I look better, but of course I'm giving to this to your uh, opinion. I wanted to share with people and motivate and inspire others to take care of their own bodies because this is the only place actually where we live this is our only machine and we don't have a second chance if we um, fuck it up uh we won't have another body in this life at least uh, that's why um, i would like to leave this place uh, better than i found and change a few lives uh, of a few people make them feel better and i have some quote for you from someone who is uh, extremely successful. When I'm gonna say his name, I'm 100% sure that everybody knows his name, but this person had some health issue. And this person that I'm, qu- I'm gonna quote, uh, his name is uh, Steve Jobs. I'm sure that you know who he is. That was his words at the end of his life. So this is how the quotes goes. You can hire someone to drive a car for you, make money for you, but you cannot read someone to carry the disease for you. One can find material things, but there is one thing that cannot be found when it's lost, life. With that being said, uh, let's be honest, we all want to be healthy, um, look young, uh, look good, enjoy life, be happier, have good sex. If we are thinking about things that we want, we really want in life. So of course, you probably desire some material things like car, a house, some clothes, gadgets. But if you will really, really be honest with yourself and think about one, one thing that you want the most, I think that will be being healthy and uh, happy and enjoying life, right? I have uh, five uh, things that, in my opinion, are the most important to take a look. I hope not. I'm not hoping. I believe that you will take some something from this podcast and you will make some actions um, from today to improve something in your life. I don't want you to try to fix everything in those five areas at once, okay? So just think about one thing that you can learn today and take from this episode, apply to your life uh, from today or from tomorrow. Don't wait for the next Monday or next month or whatever year. Just just start as soon as possible, okay? I have also some exercise for you that I would like you to maybe do now. If you have some pen and paper, you can just uh, grab it right now. If not, you can keep listening and then just Uh, Whenever you find the pen and paper, just stop the podcast and and write down the exercise. I want you to think about one event, one thing that you want to achieve in next year, starting from now. Yes, of course, it has to be achievable, precise. But I don't want to BS you with all this uh, smart theory of uh, planning. Just think about some dream uh, that you want, even if you don't know how to get there, or even if it seems kind of impossible a little bit, but not too much, like i like i wanna go to the moon, well, maybe that's too much, but like something that you really want to in your life uh something that you can measure, something that you can experience uh something that you that it's that's it, it is really quite possible that. Mm, uh, you can get it through this uh, next year. I want you to write down this goal, this dream, this uh, purpose, mm, call it whatever you want, okay? When you write it down, um, you can write it down in your telephone also if you want. Just write it down, that's uh, very important, or type it. The process of typing and writing also builds some connections between your hand and brain. When you have this wrote down, please write three reasons why you want it. Because actually, it doesn't matter what you want. It matters why. Because the why will push you to this goal, to this dream, uh, to this purpose, to make it happen. So take a moment, pause the podcast, write the dream, the goal, and write three reasons why. All right? So that's the first exercise. Uh, we'll go. We'll, I will come back to this at the end of the podcast. So I hope you're doing this or, or you're going to do it in a minute. And let's go to the first, first point that I have uh, in this presentation about uh, how to improve your longevity, health span, and lifespan, okay? As a first one, because I feel we so underestimated all the time, is what I call the sleep hikian. Why is it so important? There are tons of research that shows shortening your sleep is shortening your life and also make you less productive. So if you are thinking that you can do more because you sleep less and you have more hours of being awake, that's not true because clinical research show that people who are underslept, so sleep uh, six hours or less, their brain function like as a brain of a drunk person. So you're actually slower, more miserable, you can't think clearly, so you can't plan and execute your plans in a fast way. I'm 100% sure that most of you notice that if you sleep enough, like seven between seven and eight hours, you have more energy, you can do things faster, your mind is more clear, uh, you are more resistant to the stressful situations, to the difficult situation, you can handle the challenges, the problems better. At the end of the day, you are able to do more than when you sleep less in the, in the terms of the longevity. The Uh, shortening sleeps, shortening the life, because you are shortening faster your telemeters in the DNA and you are uh, killing your mitochondrial um, functions. And these small cells in our body are super important for rebuilding and regeneration of uh, all the other cells and all the other processes in um, our systems in the body. Why is it um, seven to eight hours? You probably know, if not, I'm gonna explain that our sleep goes through different stages uh, and called cycles. So you have uh um, deep sleep, you have a light sleep, and you have REM sleep. Uh, we have like four to five cycles. At the first cycle, the light sleep is the longest, and the further the cycle will go, like a f- third or fourth, and the light sleep gets shorter and the deep sleep get longer. And the deep sleep is a part of your sleep when you're, you're charging your body. So you need to put your phone to the charger or your laptop to the charge, right? And you do it every day. Otherwise, it will just shut down, right? It's the same with your body. So you need the deep sleep to charge your own body batteries. And the more you have of the deep sleep... The better you charge, the the more energy you have uh, in the following day. Uh, REM is also uh, very important in this process. There are different waves in your brain during each of this sleep uh, cycle. I'm not going to go to the science of this, but I just want you to be aware about this. There are some things uh, that you can do to improve uh, the quality of your sleep and to prolong the amount of the deep sleep. I'm going to talk about this right now, because even if you are sleeping this seven to eight hours, still you can improve this time to get more of this deep sleep. So I have something like a sleep checklist. And as I said at the beginning, don't think about trying to do all these things at once. OK, you can maybe some of the things you're already are doing to make your sleep better, And then you can just take one more things and try to add it to your sleep routine and see what happens. And also don't expect miracles. It won't happen overnight. It takes months, sometimes years to really see and feel the difference. Of course, there are some other things that can go around, not only the one change that you made. But just... Try to take one thing and stick to it and uh, see what happens uh, over the days and and weeks with this, okay? First on my sleep checklist is going to sleep between 10 and 1 a.m. So 10 p.m. and 1 a.m. So this is like a period of time where it's scientifically proven that the best uh, is to go to sleep uh, because our body is also... Connected with the circadian rhythm which is connected with with the sun and moon. So we our body needs to sleep during the night. Of course, we are different, and there are some people who um, we call the morning people, early birds, who like to wake up early, so they also go to sleep a little bit earlier. And there are some people who want to wake up a little bit later, and they can go uh, to sleep a little bit later. It's all connected with our DNA. You can kind of check it through this, but you don't have to do any kind of research. You know how you feel. You know your body, and you know, do you like to be very active? in the morning or or do you want to go to sleep a little bit later and have your time in the morning? That's fine. Uh, As there are different species in the world of other animals, humans are also different. And that's fine uh, as long as you know what uh, serves to your body and how do you feel uh, the best. So that's why it's not a must to go to sleep at 10 p.m. You can go later. Just it's good not to cross this 1 a.m. Uh, in the night. It's a really uh, like a middle of the night and your body really needs to feel to go to sleep during the night according to get uh, most of the deep sleep. Okay, so uh, number two, but actually number one, I should really start from this is something really simple that you can actually do. And it's not um, being on your phone or watch TV on or watch anything on the screen uh, before going to sleep and also after waking up straight away. Why is that? Well, um, there are some research that shows that couples uh, who have a TV in their bedroom have 70% less sex. That's a good reason not to have a TV and don't watch anything uh, in your um, bedroom. But if you're also single or you don't have a TV in your room and you're still watching something on your phone, uh, first of all, what's the issue with this is uh, that um, you're providing a blue light to your brain uh, through the screen, even if you have it shut it down, Let's be honest, the light is still going to your brain. So uh, you make your brain active and, and then it might have troubles with sleeping. And the same in the morning when you are waking up and the first thing that you are doing is uh, checking your phone. you getting your brain to the stress situation too fast. Your brain also need to wake up. In case of improving sleep, don't watch things like two hours before going to sleep. Don't carry your phone to your bed. And the best will be to put the phone on the flight mode and also make sure that there are no EMF fields around your bed, which uh, I'm talking about the Wi-Fi or Bluetooth very close to your your bed. When it comes to the blue light, uh, I am super freaky about that and I am wearing the blue light blocking glasses most of the time of the day. And to be honest, I feel much, much better when I wear these glasses and I sleep much much better. I notice a significant difference. So they may look pretty cool like the one that I have. But of course, you can just try it on your free days if you are ashamed or afraid to wear them um, at work. So they are blocking the blue light from the screens, uh, but also from any uh, other kind of uh, artificial uh, light. So the next things you might already do uh, this is a very like obvious thing, uh, which is uh, make your room dark, quiet, and a little bit colder. Not too much because when it's gonna be too cold, you will be freezing and you're not gonna feel comfortable to going to sleep and being sleep. But because our body is lowering the temperature when we are sleeping, we also like to have a little bit lower temperature uh, in our uh, room. And many people sleeping with the open window and they are fine with this. I don't like this kind of extreme, but just find something that suits you. But definitely make sure that the room is dark and um, quiet and um, a little bit lower temperature. Also, it's good to not to drink or eat like uh, two, three hours before sleep and especially do not drink coffee before going to sleep. I know there are some people who are claiming oh yeah I can drink coffee and go to sleep and I, I, that co- coffee doesn't affect me um well you might feel like because you are very tired and you were drinking coffee whole day and you feel that coffee wasn't working for you so it doesn't matter if you uh drink your 10th uh, coffee two hours before going to sleep and then you are really tired and exhausting so yes your body is going to sleep but then your brain is still not sleeping and there are caffeine in your veins and in your in your blood and it's still working and even if you are so exhausted that you really did went to sleep your body is not regenerating and rejuvenating fully during the sleep and you're not going to this deep state of sleep so please 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 uh, drink a coffee in the morning that's fine i'm not against the coffee you, you can do one or two cups even if you want i drink one but uh it's um, when you just not make a coffee your your uh, most important beverage in the day and you just drink some coffee and and then lots of water that's fine because uh, you're providing uh, some other fluids uh, like water also so this is also fine so just drink coffee in the morning i wouldn't recommend to drink it after 12 or 2 p.m and definitely not drink uh, before going to sleep and it goes also to all the other energy drinks or anything that can might have a caffeine. and something that also might be obvious but not for everybody which is sleep in your pyjama or naked so your body needs to feel that the outfit you're wearing for sleep it's an outfit only for sleep so you're it's not connecting this Whatever you're wearing to sleep or not wearing to sleep with uh, your everyday activity, so it goes to the to the sleep mood, to the sleep routine better. Let me summarize it a little bit. Go to sleep between 10 p.m. and 1 a.m. Make your room dark, quiet, and a little bit um, colder. Switch off every electronic devices, TV, phone, tablet. Best will be to escort them out of the bedroom. Don't watch them uh, in the bed. If you want to keep your uh, phone in your bedroom, put it in a flight mode. Make sure that you don't have any uh, Wi-Fi or Bluetooth next to your head in your bed. Two hours before asleep, don't uh, drink, don't eat, especially coffee and uh, energy drinks. Sleep in your pyjama. Calm down your mind before going to sleep. And you can also add some supplements like magnesium with calcium. And I believe you will feel and find a significant difference after, or a few weeks after um, applying some of these uh, changes to your sleep routine. All right, so let's go to very, very important uh, point when it comes to longevity, which is nutrition. And I'm going to debug, finally, the answer to what is the best diet in the world tanam i listen to this very carefully because this is the answer that everybody is waiting for what is the best diet in the world the best diet in the world my friend is the one that you can maintain everybody is different and everybody needs to eat different things and everybody likes to eat different things so this is your responsibility to figure out what you need to eat to lose weight and maintain the lose weight. Okay. And don't make it suffering. Don't make it sacrificing because it doesn't going to work. Maybe you will lose a weight or maybe you will um, achieve some goals for a week, two or three months, or I don't know, but then you will stop and you will get stress yourself that you are not on a diet anymore. You will gain weight, you will not feel comfortable. Don't do that. Just figure out something that makes pleasure for you. It's easy to maintain every day. Don't makes you to feel uh, suffering and sacrificing. Health is your lifetime job. Be your own detective in this. Observe your body, track what you eat, write down any symptoms um, that make you feel uncomfortable with the food, bloating, making some gas, wherever. And just like, and keep it on mind next time when you think that you want to eat something which gives you a uh, temporary pleasure and then you're gonna have a bloating for a whole day so what's better you have a five minutes pleasure with i don't know beans and then uh, whole days of bloating or just skip the beans and just feel good for a whole day so just it comes to the uh, Priorities and no one's gonna tell you what you should eat, okay? You can listen to my advice, you can listen to nutritionists, you can listen to coaches, personal trainers. Yes, they can provide you some knowledge, some inspiration, some good researches about how different food works on different people, but this is your responsibility to take action, to take notes, and to observe your own body and to see what works for you, all right? If you're still want like a step-by-step action, what to eat and what is the best to eat. I have 10 things that if you will um, apply to your nutrition habits, I can guarantee you that first of all, you're going to live longer, feel better, not gain weight and probably also lose some weight. They don't guarantee you a six pack abs, okay? So it's not about getting shredded and lean. It's just being about healthy, maintain health, and prolong your life and health span, okay? Let's go to the top 10 nutrition tips by Carry Life Art. First, quality matters. It doesn't matter what you eat, actually. It matters what's the quality of this food. The quality food for me is a raw food, so it's not a processed food, okay? So the grass-fed beef, uh, organic vegetables, cold-pressed oils, uh, things that might be more expensive, yes, but also because uh, the more nutrient dense you will feel uh, full uh, with eating less of this, and you will feel also better and you will have less cravings for other stuff. Okay, so first of all, quality pay attention to the quality. Number two, do not overeat, pay attention to how much you eat. So when you are not hungry, don't eat. When you have something in front of you that is good and you want to eat more and more, control your willpower with this. Because if your body is telling you it's not hungry anymore, why to eat? And overeating also damages your mitochondrial. Very important to have a consciousness in this point. Number three, avoid sugar. I'm saying avoid sugar because there are different theories. Some are saying that no, we don't need sugar at all. Some are saying that, well, we need sugar for our brain because our brain needs carbohydrates and sugar. So I would say avoid sugar and definitely avoid processed sugar, uh, avoid refined sugar. Use like a quality honey, quality fruits, you can have a little bit of dark chocolate or even a chocolate, whatever. But like just try to lower and avoid sugar as much as possible. And number four, lower car- carbohydrates. So like I pe- personally observe that when I don't eat carbohydrates, I have much more energy and fa- I feel better. But as I said, everybody is different. Some people just function better on the carbohydrates so yes but it doesn't mean that you need to eat bread or rice all day so try to just lower amount of this uh, carbohydrates also put attention to the quality especially when it comes to the rice because bad quality rice is really harmful also when it comes to bread just uh, buy a sourdough bread which is better quality and when it comes to the potatoes try to switch maybe to the sweet potato just put attention to the quality and try to not overeat carbohydrate. Number five, drink coffee only in the morning. So I was already talking about this. So that's it for now. Number six, put attention to variety. So we want to have different kind of source of minerals and uh, vitamins from different vegetables, different meat sources, different part of the meat. Yeah, just variety, make your plate colorful with uh, different vegetables and fruits, that's fine. And um, yes, and and put attention uh, to what you are eating when it comes from, okay? Number seven, healthy fat. So don't be afraid of fat. Like grass-fed butter, olive oils, avocado. I know it has a lot of calories, but our brain is made of fat and it needs fat, especially quality and healthy fat. Number eight, use supplements that serves you. Of course, you don't need to uh, eat supplements. I noticed myself that I am eating some of the supplements and I really feel a difference. I believe that you can support your body with a uh, several supplements, depends on where you live, how much sun you have, what kind of uh, products you have in your shop, what kind of vegetable fruits. For example, I live in Iceland. So I supplement, for example, vitamin D, magnesium, calcium, uh, some mushrooms, like a rishi mushrooms, resveratrol, vitamin B12, which I um, strongly recommend for people who are vegetarians also. So try to do some research about what kind of supplements will be uh, the best for you uh, in order to where you live, uh, how is your lifestyle, what kind of uh, like food you're usually eating and um, just try to find uh, something that fits you. If you have some questions. If you want, if you want my advice, my recommendation for this, just uh, write me a comment and write me a private message. I will uh, give you some suggestion in this um, point. Number nine: Avoid processed food. I was talking about this uh, at the very beginning. Uh, quality matters. Definitely, they saying that um, if the food has five or more ingredients, this is a processed food, and they don't recommend to eat it. I would say processed food is a food that has more than two ingredients but because come on what's not processed just a pure a raw vegetables fruits oils and even rice and meat right and then you are taking these raw uh, elements like a meat vegetables and some oils and you just mix it and make a a dish and when you're buying something that has Perseverance or some, some something else than it is. Like for example, uh, you can check the labels of I don't know um, herring or uh, things that you buy in a can. Uh, there's like a there's like a list of ten things that are in. So I would really recommend to buy a raw food. Just buy more often to have it fresh. Just uh, prepare for yourself. Yeah, eat it raw basically eat it raw and cook it, steam it, boil it, wherever, or it raw. <laughs> Number 10, create healthy habits, not restrictions. That means, as I already said, make the healthier lifestyle and your lifetime job, okay? And don't Make yourself suffering or sacrificing. Just find a way that suits you. It's tasty and it's delicious and it's fun. It's nice and you can share with your friends, your family and makes you feel good uh, instead of um, suffering and sacrificing stuff. Okay. So let's go to uh number three of uh my key longevity lessons, which is exercise and uh, when it comes to the exercise uh many people might ask this question what is better cardio versus yoga i uh, you might notice that the, your local gym people who are spending hours on the treadmills sweating or doing some high-intensity, long cardio, that they are not actually fit. And they usually spending that much time on this cardio and um, still um, looking a little bit bigger than they should. Why, on the other hand, you have a yoga guys who are usually uh, super thin and smiling, looking good and chill. So you might think that uh, yoga might be a better solution when it comes to losing weight. But why is that? Uh, it comes to the lifestyle. Uh, usually, yoga guys uh, are not eating meat, so not they are not only fit. I believe that balance in life uh, is the best uh, thing. I would recommend to do a little bit of everything when it comes to exercise because we need something that takes our breath, which is high intensity, a little bit of running or Tabata. And at the same time, we need some strength exercise, which are prevent our muscles uh, from loss. And at the same time, we need a little bit of stretching. So when it comes to the uh, longevity, It's what I called uh, a training to become a healthy centenarian. The trainings that I do with, as a person I train with my clients are focused on uh, core muscles, a lot of uh, mobility, a lot of stretching, but at the same time weightlifting and also for the warm-up, high-intensity Tabata sessions. This is my approach when it comes to be healthier, maintain health and maintain good shape, but also good movement, health movement and preventing the injuries, uh, preventing knee injuries, preventing back pain. So the the mobility and um, core exercise uh, very much preventing this. And also when you are trying to find or design the training uh, that is the best for you, think about what gives you fun because you can't go you can't force yourself to go to the gym I, I mean like yes you can but if it's not gonna make fun for you if it's not gonna be a pleasure for you if you need, you really need to force yourself that will be just a like a part-time uh, temporary thing so you can force yourself for how long a month two or three you have a lifetime to train, right? You have hundreds of years to train. If you're gonna train for this hundred years just for one month a year because you force yourself to this, it doesn't make sense. According to the knowledge that I have and the research that I read, it's better to train a little bit Every day, half an hour, an hour of something. It doesn't have to be gym. It can be going for a walk. It can be cycling. It can be running. It can be yoga. Just a little bit something every day instead of, for example, going to the gym or doing a super active day once a week. So a little bit every day instead of longer uh, working out once a week. All right. And I see that I am running out of time and I have two more points to talk about. This is uh, important information for me that on my presentation at work, I need to be more precise and make things clear faster. Number four lesson for the longevity that I have prepared is uh, stress management and recovery. As a stress management, uh, I understand um, everyday uh, relaxing exercise Uh, like meditation, um, massage, sauna, cold therapy, floating tanks, red light. But also stress management is um, all things that makes you relax. Of course, it can be also reading a book, maybe watching something, listening to some music, dancing, uh, talking with friends and family, but something that gives you some good mood, positive energy and relax you. Also, uh, meditation and neurofeedback. There are tons of research uh, that um, uh, show that the meditation balance your hormones and balance your mood, uh, prevent um, depression, prevent uh, uh, mental disease, and enhance overall feeling of the well-being. In my recent podcast that I was talking about uh, with Ingo Snorafson, uh, He's talking about his own experience with uh, meditation and uh, the research that uh, they uh, made on him when they measured the blood pressure and the cortisol before and after meditation. They noticed that there is a significant uh, decrease in the cortisol and better uh, blood pressure also. I got that meditation is not for everybody. Not everybody likes it. Doesn't matter. Just find something that's makes you relax and put you in the good mood, you know, maybe drive a car with no reason, listen to your favorite song. That's fine too. This is kind of part of a meditation. Just you don't call it meditation because you're not sitting down and trying to empty your mind because this is what people think about meditation. Well, yes, it's the best if you could do this, but uh, driving a car and listening to your favorite song is also emptying your mind because you're just enjoying the moment and that's the point of the meditation, being the moment, all right? So that's uh, enough uh, when it comes to the stress management and recovery. And the last one, number five, all kinds of relationships, friends, family, your spouse, community, colleagues at work, all kinds of relationships that you can imagine. And when it comes to overall happiness and well-being, the researchers show that what makes people feel better about their life and uh, about their health, feel healthier, stronger, better and happier, it's not the money that they have, not the job that they have, not the car or house that they have. It's the relationship that they have with people around them. Think about the quality of the relationship that you have and think about what you can do to be more into it. Maybe not be on your phone when you're talking to your husband, wife, or kid. Maybe not be on the phone when you're meeting your friend. Maybe be more present. Maybe just take your phone and go through your friend's list and just send someone a message. Hi, I miss you, how are you? What's going on with you? Just be more with the relation that you have. It doesn't have to be anything big. Give the people who you care about a sign that you care about because you might think this is so obvious because you live with them. They are your friends, your family. They need to know. But do they really know? Do do you make them to feel that they are important for you? What I discover, I also, that's why I'm doing this podcast, because that makes my life that makes my purpose in life and that makes me in the better mood to serve you, to share the knowledge with you, to inspire you, to motivate. So this is my contribution to the community, to the society, to the, this planet to make this world better. And when I started to, to do this podcast, even though the, the first episodes were horrible, but I have so much more meaning in my life and so much better mood. Every day, even if the days are tough and even if I have my challenges, I am thinking about how many people I help and how many people I might help in the future who are gonna listen to this and maybe do some actions uh, to change their life and feel better too. But my relationships with my friends and uh, my family, and definitely my love relationship, it, this is the area where I need to put so much work in the coming up days months and years so yeah i'm working on it too i'm not perfect i need my i have my own issue my weirdness and and stuff but um yeah i'm trying my best every day to be a better person i'm very proud of that all right guys so let's summarize this. Before we, I summarize this, I want you to do one more exercise. So I hope you've done the exercise that I asked you at the beginning. And that was to write down your goal or dream that you want to achieve uh, in the next year, starting from today. The, and write down three reasons why you want to achieve this. So that was the first exercise. And now is the last exercise, uh, which I hope going to be very simple or very difficult. Write down and schedule this for every day in your calendar with a notification. One thing that you're going to do from tomorrow after listening to this podcast that you think may influence to change your life or helpful better, okay? One simple things that is achievable for you to do every day from tomorrow. So I have some examples for you, okay? Because... You may think, "Oh my god, I really need to do it every day." But uh, guys, just find something that's not hard to do every day. For example, I will eat broccoli every day. How simple is that? You are buying a broccoli, you can cut it for seven pieces just to add a small piece every the broccoli, a small piece of broccoli to your meal every day. Super simple. And you can do the shopping for a broccoli once a week, okay? Another thing. I will not drink coffee after 2 p.m. As simple as that. Not coffee. No coffee after two p.m. That's it. Or, that's super simple to uh, apply. I will put my phone on flight mode for the night every day. How simple? Very simple. Another example. I will look into people's eyes while I'm talking to them. Of course, not. I'm not talking about staring, but just looking into an eyes. For example, for me, that's something that I am keep working on it because i don't like to look people's eyes when i'm talking to them eye contact is important everybody knows that right or i will smile every time i see someone hmm? just a simple smile just to start the interaction with the smile and see how the magic happens. I hope you already have your thing that you can start to from tomorrow. It has to be something that you can really literally do, can do every day. And I know how it's gonna be. You maybe start doing this from tomorrow for a week, maybe two, maybe three, maybe a month, maybe even three months, but there will come time that you will stop doing this. But when you get yourself to this routine of doing this every day, for three weeks or a month, even if you get out of this routine and stop to do this thing for a while, it will be easier for you to come back. And I strongly believe if you will put this one thing to your calendar, to your everyday routine, and you will see that you can do it, that you can do this small thing, then you can encourage yourself to do a little bit something bigger, maybe going to gym, maybe to sign up to yoga classes, maybe call your mom or dad that you haven't spoke about for a while because you're angry for something or your sister or your brother, doesn't matter. So I believe that um, this will inspire you and motivate to make some more progress in your life. So let's summarize quickly what I have because I really wanted to make this podcast in a half an hour and I see that it's already more. Very quickly, what are my five most important lessons for longevity and prolonging your health span and lifespan. So number one, sleep again. Number two, nutrition. Be your own detective with this. No one's going to tell you what to eat. Number three, exercise. Find something that gives you pleasure. Find some activities that you can do every day. Number four, stress management and recovery. Take care of yourself. Sauna, massage, floating red light, being in nature, meditate. And number five, relationships. Work on it. Work on it. You have people that you care about around you. Show them your love. Show them how you feel. Show them that you care about them. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you. I strongly believe that you will take some actions uh, from today or from tomorrow uh, to improve your health and uh, life after listening to this episode. Please share your thoughts with me by leaving a comment uh, on the website under the episode. Also, if you know someone that might need to hear this uh, message, please share the episode with them. I really appreciate any kind of support. I want to make this podcast better and more professional. If you want to support me financially, I will use the money to pay for the music, for podcast hosting, for editing and uploading podcasts for iTunes. But the most important for me is your feedback and your comment. And that costs nothing. Thank you one more time for listening. And let's spread wisdom, happiness and better life all over the world. That was Carry Life Art and you are listening to Body as a Temple.